And I am Hula. How are you doing today, Jess? I'm doing, you know, it's it's a Friday. Yay. Uh, yes, it's the day yes. before Halloween. So, you know, there's all of that happening. That's why we're a little extra festive. I'm wearing my Mickey Mouse light up Halloween ears and my, my Disneyland Halloween sweatshirt. Even though it's not cold. You're very cute. Good. I know. Very I'm cute. I've got... I've got my Haunted Mansion ears that light up and glow thanks to Stuart, one of our uh, listeners here on our podcast. And I'm wearing a Chewbacca holding a the helmet. Um, I don't know. I'll stand up a little bit. I mean, obviously, people who are oh not watching God. the live stream cannot see it. Yeah, it's Chewbacca. And it says, I don't know. Can you see that? Wild one. Awesome. Wild one. And that's in honor, of course, I mean, Star Wars, Mandalorian, you know, Chewie's not in Mandalorian, but still, it's Star Wars. Well, it Mandalorian is Mandalorian Day. Today. Day. Yes, and yes. we have a lot to talk about. Um, I think we're going to do a spoiler, spoiler-filled review of the first episode. We're going to wait till the end of the podcast so that right. um, if you haven't watched it yet, you can pause it, go watch it, and then come back. But we want to go through Disney for- news first, but... We yes, are going to talk Mandalorian because I have a lot to say. Yeah, me too. To and there's a lot of a lot of things are happening in the first episode, and we'll probably do it every Friday. You would think to talk about each episode. Oh, we should. That's a great idea. Yeah, I think we should. Yeah, I think it's a good idea, especially. Too. Yeah. Okay. So every Friday, um, we'll be doing this, so you can continue. You know, making sure you you listen to the podcast on Fridays and also watch us on live stream. You can join in the conversation. If you've already seen the Mandalorian, like if you stayed up till midnight, you can come and, you know, chat with us about it. Yes. So, so I like but I like, I think that's a great idea, but first let's get through some Disney news and then we'll go Mandalorian. Cause I have so much to say. Um, Absolutely. First off, we're going to start with Disneyland and the big news of the week of last week, really, uh... is that we are getting a little Disneyland in our life. Yes. Thank you. Thank um, you. Thank you. No thanks. thanks to Governor Newsom, just FYI. Mm. Um, <laughs> I don't want to go there. But they're opening Buena Vista Street in DCA um, for shopping and eating. So that's going to tell yeah. all the shops uh, right in the middle of uh, Buena Vista Street, Elias & Co., the camera shop, all of those little shops um, are going to be open. You're also going to get trolley treats so we can get some yummy treats inside a Disney park. Uh-huh. If they don't have cinnamon, the uh, gingerbread men, I'm going to be Ooh. mad. They will. They will. You know, they Those will. Those are my favorite. Every holiday, every Christmas, I have to have the gingerbread man. They're so, <laughs> so good. Um, trolley delicious. treats will be open. Uh, then you're also going to get the vendor carts, which I didn't realize at first because I was like, oh, I really want popcorn. I hope maybe they'll have one open, and that was actually part of it, the vendor cart. So churros, popcorn, Mickey yeah. bars. Um, yep. I didn't hear yep. pretzels. Maybe yep. pretzels. But for sure, those three. That's no, nice, I, I mean, you'll have the big ones for sure. As long as you have Mickey popcorn, then you're good. I just need my popcorn. I love so, Disney popcorn. Um, so then, exactly. <laughs> and then you're going to have um, the Fiddler uh, – Fiddler, Pfeiffer, and Practical Cafe, which is the Starbucks in there. Um, I'm assuming that also means yep. the uh, ice cream shop in there. Uh, um, of course. Uh, Carthay, Carthay Circle Lounge, not Carthay yes. Circle Restaurant. 
Right, because so, I think they're still keeping everybody outdoors. Like, not I mean, not indoor, indoor. Right. And I didn't read, when, until I was rereading that, I didn't reread that until today. I didn't realize that's what they were going to do. So it's uh, the lounges where you yeah. can get drinks and food, um, some snacks. I'm assuming right. they're going to have a full menu. They said they'll have a new menu. Um, and it'll also mm-hmm. be they're going to expand their outdoor seating. There's all of that area that's usually, I believe, um, the standby queue for the D- Disney Junior show. And right, that area right. is right next to Carthay Circle, so they could definitely expand into that area and eat outside. There'll probably be a couple seats inside, but not too many because uh, Orange County can have some seating inside. Um, right. And then you'll also get Smoke Jumpers Grill, which will be using exclusively the Disneyland mobile app um, to mm-hmm. do mobile ordering, which is really super convenient. Um, yep. And the best part about all of this is that it will be free. You don't have to yeah. pay to get in. It's yep. definitely, they're just calling it ex- ex- an extension of downtown Disney. So, yeah, and it's perfect because you're you're technically in the park and you get to see everything from afar, but you're not necessarily, you know, doing anything in the park, so to speak. Exactly, exactly. So it's going to be so perfect. It's going to give Disneyland fans uh, a little breathing room, a little space so that we can hopefully... Uh, you know, get some Disney back in our lives. And the best part is, is they're using it for the holidays. So it looks like we're going to get Christmas decorations of some sort. I love it. I think it's going to be great because it'll just bring us in the music. Um, Obviously they have the music already, but I mean, just to be standing at a Disney park with the smells and the sounds and the sights, I think it'll help appease a lot of this year. Can I just make a suggestion if anybody at Disney is watching? Okay, go for it. Since you're only using uh, presumably the downstairs of Carthay Circle Lounge, can we have upstairs in the balcony Mickey Mouse waving down at us? I just, that's all I want. I want to see Mickey. I miss him so much. I just want to see him and wave at him. I think you'll have that. I think that'll be a thing. And if this, I bet you, if this is successful and everybody, you know, social distances themselves and we show that, hey, we can do this. I bet they'll open the front area of Disneyland. That's my well, guess. So um, according to, there was, they asked them about that. According to a spokesperson, there's no plans to do that anytime soon. Um, as but, of right now, they have no plans. But plans can change if this works out. The problem with uh, Disneyland and Main Street is that it is a much smaller it's much more compact, even though it is a right. bigger area, it is much more compact in areas. Um, right. and especially the stores are much more compact. They're those low ceilings. Um, mm-hmm. DCA has very, and like, if you think about Elias and co and those, those stores, the ceilings They're are huge. higher. Yeah. Right, and right. so the capacity wouldn't be allowed as much and it would be so, I mean, people really want to be in there. They want to see the castle again. They want to be in front of the castle. I think there would be such a high demand for it that I don't know if it's something that they could do the same way, just open it up. I think it's going to have to be something like Knott's is doing with like maybe a taste of Disneyland, which is possible we bring up because Uh after the announcement, well, there was a bit of a snafu. Um, Twitter user uh, Pop Century Stan noticed an interesting comment on the Facebook post, the Disneyland's Facebook post. Okay. It says, do what Snots is doing, a food festival. 
Okay. Mm. But look at the author. It's Disneyland saying that. Some right. Employee, some employee forgot to uh, log out of the Disneyland account before they posted Oops. that. Whoops. But that could have been, if you think about marketing areas and whatever, that could have been an employee trying to get Disney fans riled up and start, you know, asking for it so that maybe they will, which honestly they already are asking for it. A lot of fans have already asked for it. I think it's something that Disney is looking into. So I would not be surprised if we saw like a taste of Disneyland type event where you can walk around Disneyland and have different foods within Disneyland and have a nice little day like you do with the Knott's Berry Farm events. Yeah, because you can you can control that, and at the same time, I think obviously they you know everywhere you go there is quote unquote plants where people will plant things in social Mm -hmm. media posts and stuff. So yeah, that person just accidentally messed up and probably was supposed to be their normal selves instead of their Disney account. So exactly, but that shows that maybe that's something we can see. And by the way, that Knots event, if you guys haven't checked it out yet, it's fantastic it's uh they've been doing different ones they're in the middle of or finishing up their taste of halloween which sold out completely um wow it sold out every single day like weeks ago um, did you already buy your tickets for the new one? Oh, you bet i just did actually for one taste day. of mary farm right so it's um let me look hold on i just yeah. bought my tickets for the first weekend so i'm gonna go the first weekend i'm gonna do some food reviews i'm gonna take some video and so i'll post it on our um, Facebook and on our YouTube channel that's coming. Um, but I bought, well, let me see what the, it's called. And if you're Do not following us on far. Facebook or Instagram, it's leader of the club podcast. Really go. easy. Go find taste, us. Taste of Mary farm. So we're going the first yeah. weekend and we're going to check it out. And we're probably actually going to go more than once. Cause my parents want to go now. And I have another family member that wants to go with us. And so we don't want to group everybody in one weekend, one day. So we'll Makes like sense. spread them out so that, you know, it's a little safer and whatnot, but that event's Absolutely. great. It's it, the price went up. It's now $40 per person and you get oh. five tastings with it, but the right. tastings are basically meals. They're massive. Like it's. And for the kids, it's a cheaper price, but it, you only get like three or four tastings. It's $20. And I believe you get three tastings for kids. Okay. That's not bad at all. No. And they did such a great job with the last two ones we went to. The Halloween uh-huh. one was incredible incredible so i highly suggest it if you guys get a chance definitely check it out there's a lot more dates for this but i think it will sell out again so if you want to go get your go tickets now. as possible yeah like now like now like this second <laughs> yes. um, well before we leave disneyland unfortunately um there is a little some bummer news um as far as layoffs go and we're gonna talk about this with walt disney world too who's had a lot this week as well but uh, mm-hmm. they are anticipating it looks like there's going to be a lot more layoffs in furloughs this weekend for cast members. Uh, probably on Sunday is what uh, everybody is saying. Uh, that yeah. We started getting those emails. So it's unfortunate, but and we'll get into it. But I mean, Disney never thought this would go as long as it did. Nobody thought yeah. this would go as long as it did. So, you know, it's it's just a bummer. It's all a bummer all around. So let's just keep continuing with the bummer news. Yeah, um, exactly. Well, speaking of layoffs, Walt Disney World had a ton of layoffs. Uh, Their total layoffs, it looks like, is about 18,000, and Disneyland's is 10,000. That's about where the split is. Now, yes, Walt Disney World is open, but they also have much more uh, cast members. You think you have four parks plus a ton of resorts. 
Um, right. And so there's a lot more cast members there that unfortunately have lost mm. their jobs. So that's why yeah. there's the disparity, the disparity in numbers. Um, disparity mm-hmm. is that the word I'm looking for? I hope so. I think so. I think so. Yeah. I think I'll, I'll, I'll allow it. Oh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, but the big ones that were the big story this week from Walt Disney World were the entertainment layoffs. These are yeah. long-running shows, shows that have massive, massive, massive fan bases, just incredible shows. Um, I mean, I could say pretty much any show um, that you saw at, Disney, at Walt Disney World is gone now. Um, all the members, cast members got laid off. Everything from Monsters, Inc., Laugh Floor to... Um, the Main Street Citizens in Magic Kingdom, all of the Hollywood uh, ci- citizens of Hollywood and Hollywood Studios, uh, Hoop Do Musical Review at F- Fort Wilderness. Uh, it's just a ton. Uh, my the one that broke my heart the most was Festival of the Lion King because that is uh, I don't have you seen Festival of the Lion King at Animal Kingdom? I have uh, oh. twice, and it's such a phenomenal show. It sucks to see that all of those those cast members i mean granted hopefully when all this is over or whatever they'll be able to get back but by then you know who knows you know it sucks it's an incredible show it's my favorite show of all time uh for sure well of all time at walt disney world fantastic at disneyland is my number one favorite and don't tell me walt disney world's better because walt disney world's better yeah i I, (laughs) but that but all of those all of those all those cast members are laid off as well probably I didn't see those cast members uh, as part of the list, um, but the Fantasmic is not running right now, so yeah, so I don't know. You know. I mean, I don't know if that's one because they did bring back um, the Frozen sing along show. Oh, um, they did live performers, yeah. And um, Fantasmic only—it's just dancers. They could do that with masks uh, right. pretty easily, and if they space out the seating and whatnot, I don't know. It's possible, but right well, now. It's drained, so they're not even running it. The like, yeah. it, it's on is drained. Um, yeah. Jedi Training Academy. It's just the Pandora merch suits that they had in Animal Kingdom. The green, the green army men drum corps were actually they were still um, drumming a couple of weeks ago in the cavalcade in Hollywood Studios, um, but it looks like they're all gone now too. Now, just to give you to show you how long some of these sh- um, shows have been going, I actually found this fascinating. Uh, let me make sure I have the right info for you. I, you guys, the way I prep this show is so many different ways. Sometimes it's on my phone. Sometimes <laughs> it's on email. So I have to like go to my phone when I saw something I wanted to talk about and I screenshot it off of Instagram. Um, it so happens. just some perspective on these shows. Hoopty do musical review, which is a full wilderness has been going on for 46 years. The citizens of Hollywood have been part of Hollywood studios for 31 years. The Indiana Jones stunt show, which all that cast got laid off, that's been 31 years. The Grand Floridian Society Orchestra, that's been 32 years. Uh, Beauty and the Beast uh, Live has been going for 29 years. Festival of the Lion King has been 22 years. Wow. Citizens of Main Street have been around for 16 years. Finding Nemo the Musical has been around 13 years. Although if you talk to some people, I should have been gone a long time ago. Right. To that. Um, right. some people, yeah, I haven't seen it myself. Um, Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor has been going around for 13 years. So, I mean, there's a lot of stuff. It just shows how long some of these entertainment options have been going on at Walt Disney World. Um, 
Well, yeah, one of my friends um, is quote unquote friends with one of the citizens of Main Street, and she mm-hmm. was laid off as well. And yeah. she had been doing that uh, forever, uh, yeah. for for a long time, like almost over 10, 15 years. It's it's so heartbreaking. I mean, the history that some of these shows have. I'll go back to Festival of the Lion King. Um, there's people that performed in that show that are big stars now. Um, in fact, that's how they got their union. The uh, oh, at the Ac- Actors' Equity. That's how they got in the union. Um, right. Titus Bur- Burrish. Burgess. Oh, uh, Burgess. Yes, he yeah, was Titus on uh, Unbreakable. Sh- Kimmy Schmidt. Kimmy Schmidt. Yeah, he got yeah. his start, and that's how he got into the union before he went to Broadway. Was from performing in mm. Festival of the Lion King. Aww. Which is crazy. Um, yeah. So I mean, these shows are are fantastic and it sucks to see them go. Disney did release a statement today um, saying recently we've had to make some difficult decisions to reduce our workforce as the business impact impacts from COVID-19 pandemic have become more long lasting than anyone could have predicted. As a result, we've had to pause many live shows and entertainment experiences at our resort for longer than originally anticipated. So all of these people have been on furlough since, you know, the parks closed in March and now they're like, unfortunately, we don't know when they're coming back. So we have to, you know, unfortunately, we're going to make the decision to lay these people off. Um, they continue determining which shows can return and when is a complex process. As with the rest of our phase reopening, we will also consider the guidance of health officials and government agencies in determining when the time will be right to adjust capacity. And as soon as it is, as it is appropriate, we will bring bring additional entertainment back. So, I mean, basically they're saying is, look, we didn't know how long this was going to be. And when it's okay, when this is over, when things are getting better, we will, we do have plans to bring entertainment back. Um, There's some people saying, you know, this has been somebody's, what they want to do for a long time is get rid of entertainment. I don't know about that. I don't know. I think that's the heart and soul of Disney and of of the parks is the entertainment aspects are these shows. So I don't think that these will be permanent situations, hopefully. No. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, I don't think so. No. Um, the good news is, uh, I know I saw some, uh, I saw some reports that voices, voices of Liberty, which is an amazing acapella group that performs usually um, in the um, America section of world showcase and Epcot. Mm-hmm. Um, I heard that they were let go, but then I saw that Disney actually, they're going to be part of Disney's. Um, ooh, what just happened? There we go. Sorry, uh, my uh, computer screens all went black. That was weird. Um, uh, but they are going to be part of Disney's Christmas celebration. And I heard some people say, "Well, that's only till the end of December, and then they're unfortunately going to be let go as well." The Voices of Liberty, um, which is a bummer because they are fantastic. If you ever have a chance, some time, and you're bored, go to YouTube, look up performances from Voices of Liberty because they're hmm. they're so good. They're so good yeah um so sad it's so sad um let's get to a little happier news yes and some of the happiest news for some of the best days of somebody's life meaning weddings are now resuming at walt disney world wow you can now have your disney fairy tale wedding at dis at walt disney world um, okay they're saying, you know they're taking extra measures face coverings 
Um, during the ceremony, the couple, the couple may be able to remove their face coverings for a limited period of time, a.k.a. you may now kiss the bride, which is <laughs> right. so crazy. How crazy is that? I take off my mask. The only time I could take off my mask is when I kiss my bride. Like, that's so crazy to me. Yeah, it's going to be weird. I wonder if they're going to be filming for their uh, reality show that they have. The, what is it called? Uh, Dream Weddings with... Oh, the Fairy Tale Weddings? Fairy Tale Weddings, yeah. I, I'm curious if that's going to be still... I mean, you would think because a lot of other shows are back and they're, you know, addressing... I mean, a lot of shows, well, you know, are back and they're addressing the whole pandemic yeah. thing. So why wouldn't well, you? Well, Fairy Tale Weddings, because it's a special, they've done two of them. I'll be honest with you, they're basically just a really big advertisement for um, their weddings Disney yeah weddings. so right and i, I mean, don't they... know if if covid weddings is something that they want to advertise because i don't think they this is not a permanent thing hopefully well i, mean, I know for they have it on disney plus so i think maybe it's one of those things where this they'll continue like the storyline and i mean if you think about it the storyline of the pandemic and having to wait to get married. And then all of a sudden you're getting I mean, married. I, at Disney. I think that's interesting. Yeah. But everybody would. That's yeah. something they'd want to produce because those are, I mean, those are really just basically advertisements for their wedding. Yeah. For their wedding business. Who knows? So we'll know. see. We'll find out. Yeah. Um, but they will have, you know, some changes, limited capacity for your guests. If you decide to get married there um, and they're helping their guests find creative ways to set their ceremonies, receptions and more. So if you want to get, Married at Walt Disney World, I bet you the prices are cheap. Oh, for sure right now. Absolutely. But it, the hard part is getting your family to travel. I would. Uh, I mean. I mean, you would go. Yeah. 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 And the planes aren't that bad right now. Yeah. The prices aren't that bad right now. Yeah. I know. Oh, my God. I don't even want to get. My friends, they went to Florida. They, I think they paid like $97 for a round trip. I'm like, that's stupid. No. From San Diego? No, from LA. Still, like, still, it, it was something like that. It was something stupid, ridiculous, and I'm like, I hate you all. Uh, <laughs> whatever. Right. Um, speaking, uh, Walt Disney World is also um, increasing their hours for the holiday season, um, specifically between December 20th and 30th. Um, 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 Magic Kingdom will be opening, will stay open for another three hours um, mm -hmm. during those days, December 20th through 30th, and open an hour earlier at 8 a.m., where right now they're open from 9 a.m. to 7 p.m. Um, mm -hmm. Hollywood Studios will be open another hour. Animal Kingdom um, will uh, stay open late for another two hours. Um, and Epcot, depending on the day, has a little extra extended time. The only day that does not have any extended hours is um the uh new year's eve because they don't want people going there and trying to think trying to do new year's eve as usual because they know that's a big crowd day so they're keeping right the um hours later on that so a little more time to enjoy your day at walt disney world if you're headed there and yeah. also um they announced i don't think we talked about this last week um but they announced the festival of the arts dates um they're going to start running january 8th through february 22nd this is another one of their festivals um, food festivals, things like that. That's a, what they do in the uh, uh, late winter, early spring is the Festival of the Arts before they go into their Flower and Garden Festival. And then they take like two months off and then they go into wine and then they yeah. go into Christmas and then back into there. Epcot's pretty much 
constantly having a festival at this point. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's a great way to get gr- good food and it just makes sense. I mean, you're going to different parts of, you know, in the world showcase, you're, you're going to different lands. So why not have food from those lands? Well, it's a moneymaker for them. They love it. So yeah, it's always going to happen. Um, And then one final thing about Walt Disney World, um, they have announced that they're going to have new queue procedures for Rise of the Resistance as far as the virtual queue goes. Ah. Now, as you know, uh, what they've been doing is they do a virtual queue like they did here at Disneyland when we were open. Um, and I believe it opens at 10 o'clock at Hollywood Studios. You have to try to get in the um, get into it. You know, you have to be in the park and hitting right. that button and hoping you get into the uh, queue. They actually gave a second one a few months back at 2 p.m. So you could either try at 10 a.m. or 2 p.m. They've now changed it again to where instead of having to be in the park for the first um for the first time trying to get into the queue, you um, can be anywhere at, oh, cool. at 7 a.m. So say you're at your hotel, you just wake up before 7 a.m., try to get in the virtual queue. Great, I got in, and you can just meander to the park whenever you want. The reason That's they perfect. did this is because they found that a lot of people were arriving at the park uh, before opening more than needed to be, and so it became a little bit of a crowd issue. Right. Um, the only problem that this could be um, is this could – with locals uh well there's a couple things first locals were wondering well do you have to be within a certain mileage of the park um do you have to what you know they said no if you just have a reservation for that day and you have admission to the park you'll be able to get into try for the virtual queue at 7 a.m okay Um, and then they're worried about a lot of then locals that are apers there's a little concern that will they fill up every day the um the reservations and then try to get in and then never show up or they don't get in. They're like, Oh, I'll just cancel my reservation. Because if you have a reservation for a certain day, if you don't actually go, if you're an annual pass holder, you don't get any, there's no penalty for it. Like for example, uh, with restaurants, if you at Disney, if you don't show up to your restaurant reservation, there's a penalty for it. Okay. Um, for if you're an APR. Yeah. Well, no, if you're anybody, if you and oh. I were to go and try to get a, a reservation for a restaurant and we didn't show up, it's they charge you, I think, ten dollars per person. That makes um, sense. That's if you're going to cancel it, you have to cancel it within 24 hours um, before yeah. the reservation. So, but there oh, is yeah. no such thing about canceling with locals. I don't think it's going to be that much a problem. It's really, but it's really going to help that early morning crush that, that park gets. Because mm-hmm. then they say in the af- evenings, afternoons, it's dead. Um, and if you really? don't make it, this, yeah. And then if you don't get in at the 7 a.m. Um, reservation. There will be another, there'll still be a 2 p.m. Um, queue, but you have to be within the parts to try to get in at 2 p.m. So that helps out a lot. That's going to help out Disney with that morning crush. I mean, because lines, if you look at their lines and the times at the first thing in the morning, because everybody has tries to get in that park for that first virtual queue opening, the times right. are really, really long. And that's because of everybody getting in that park, trying to get in that, to that virtual queue at 10 a.m. So that won't be a problem now. You can just sit in your hotel room, wake up a little early, get, okay, I want to be in the virtual queue, go back to sleep, and then head over to the park. Whatever. Yeah, when it's your time. Yeah, yeah when whenever you time. get there. Yeah. Because um, I believe you have, once your number's called, I think you have two hours to get to the ride, so. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and finally, one last thing before we get to uh, Mandalorian, because I know that's what you're all waiting for. Uh, <laughs> Disneyland Paris, unfortunately, announced that they are closed as of today again. Um, Europe is having uh, a really bad COVID uh, second wave right now. 
Um, right. They're saying um, CNS, CNN's reporting that France is seeing about 100,000 new coronavirus cases per day. Um, mm. So the French president um, had decided to uh, reinstate a lot of lockdowns. So everything that's not an essential business is getting closed. The only thing that is staying open is factories, um, obviously essential businesses um, like grocery stores, whatnot. Um, and then factories are still staying open and schools are still staying open, which I thought was interesting. Um, um, and they're also closing borders and there will be mandatory rapid testing would be introduced for anybody entering the country. Um, they're going to, do these new measures until mid December and then they're going to reassess and see where they're at. Um, so Disney did release a new a statement um, after they announced their closure. Um, they're hoping to reopen uh, December 19th through January 3rd for the holidays. And then they'll be closing again, January 4th through February 12th. Mm-hmm. Um, so bummer. Yeah, you know, but it is, it, it, look, it is what it is. It's, you got it on where we're in the situation we're in. At least it's the government's like, Hey, everybody's got to do this. Let's do it. We see our numbers going up. Let's take care of it. So. Yeah, you know, exactly. They're being proactive about it. You have to. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, and before we forget, uh, Walt Disney world uh, is celebrating their 50th anniversary this year. I don't know if you know this. Uh, and then uh... all this celebration stuff started. It's not quite happening. But it's not happening as they planned. But um, they have announced uh, some slight changes, a little refresh um, to the park's ent- entrance. Um, to the yeah, resort. I saw that. So this is what you usually have. This is Walt Disney World where dreams come true. True. Very right? cool. Um, but here is now what they're going to change it to. This is the new concept art and the construction is supposed to be starting now. A little more streamlined and the new um, thing. Thing. The motto. Words. The new motto at the front says the most magical place on earth. So that's um the new look for the entrance in honor of the 50th anniversary. Oh, that looks good. I like it. Awesome. All right. Are you guys ready for Mandalorian? So ready for uh Mandalorian Day couldn't have come quicker. I know. So spoiler alert, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. If you want to pause spoiler right alert. Here, I'm back later after you've watched it because we're gonna we're totally gonna go over it all. Okay. Yes. Yes. Ready for hula. it. Let's hula. Yeah. So I'm. Oh about. my gosh. I loved the first episode of season two. I just was like, I I needed to. I, I the re, there's a recap obviously, and I was like, go fast, go fast, because I already know this. I just you know I already got the recap. No, I don't. You know, and of course you can skip it, but just in case you might miss something, I I just like was ready for the episode to start, and I loved it. Oh my gosh, I loved it. How about you? Uh, I loved it. Oh my oh, autocorrect okay? correct itself. Well, I was looking at my notes because I I want to start at the beginning. Okay, um, let's go from the beginning. So the Cyclops he's talking to, his name is Gore Korish. Do you know who that is? I read who that was. Yes. John Leguizamo. John Leguizamo. Yes, absolutely. I didn't didn't know that, obviously, when you're watching it. But, you know, when you Mm -hmm. get into it, it, it's like, oh, my gosh, that's who that was? Like, I I think that was cool. Well, and we saw him in previews. And everybody thought that was going to be John Favreau. And so oh. even when we were watching it, my husband's like, oh, it's John Favreau. And I'm like, it doesn't sound like John Favreau. 
And then we saw the credits and it said John Leguizamo. Is it Legaz Legaz Leguizamo? Leguizamo. Thank you. Yeah, uh, you're Leguizamo. welcome. Leguizamo. And I was like, who was he? And so I had to go back. I'm like, and I told and my husband was like, wow, I had no idea. So apparently he was just the voice. He didn't do any of the um, acting in the suit and the makeup. Um, right. But he was in that. That was really cool. Um, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, it was so fast to start off and with the Mandalorian being badass, man. Within like oh, heck yeah. five minutes, he was like, I'm just going to shoot all you guys. Well, that you know, that was the the scene we saw me in the trailer. You know, p- bits and pieces of that first one because obviously things did happen extra. You know, where where in the trailer you see um, the I don't know what you call it, the floating crib, the floating stroller, whatever it is that uh, the baby Yoda is in or the child is in. Uh, it closes and then you see it reopens and then uh, there are all these you know people that are dead. But mm-hmm. you actually got to see what happened right. when you saw this the episode and it was so badass. I mean. Man, I mean, I I know that this ep- or in general, this is very much a western slash space oh. western kind of thing, and it, it it definitely did it by far to the top. I mean, it was called The Marshall, right? I literally at one point I paused and I turned to my husband. I'm like, is this just like a western episode that they just put a bunch of Star Wars stuff in? And said, sounds good. That's an yeah. episode of Mandalorian. Because yeah. every moment from his as he's coming in on the speeder bike and everybody's yep. staring at the Mandalorian. Yep. I mean, it was it read Western and just Timothy Oliphant. I oh mean, yeah, I was waiting for the. I know, I know, I know. Like the yeah, oh, was there a tumbleweed somewhere that was gonna yeah. come? The, I mean, the I fact really that went like I didn't like to be honest. I I tried to stay like away from the blogs because I didn't really want to know anything going into it. But I, you know, when for them to go back to Tatooine and then. I was like, oh, they're going back. And then, um, wait, wait, there's a Mandalorian on Tatooine? Like, what's going on? Because that's what he was told, that, you know, that there was a Mandalorian, and that's why he had to go back to check it out and see who this Mandalorian was. So, yeah, he goes back to Tatooine. And the first thing that we, my husband and I both said was, Boba Fett? Could Boba Fett be alive? Uh... Um, and then... I, he started walking, and then so you get to this town that he's in, and then Timothy Oliphant's character, whose name, hold on, I just looked it up, is... Uh, Vaughn, uh, Vaughn, uh, no, no, Cobb Vanth. Cobb Vanth. So yes. he walks in, but he's wa- he's wearing Boba Fett's armor. And I said, yes. oh my god! It's Bo-, and I started to say it's Boba Fett, then I looked, I'm like, that's not Boba Fett, he doesn't fit the armor, which was such a great choice, I think. Yes. Because they really could have made you think that it was Boba Fett, mm-hmm. but his armor just didn't fit him right. So automatically, you're like, "That's not Boba Fett." Like, that's right, right, absolutely. No, I, I knew it wasn't Boba Fett when. I mean, obviously, it was Boba Fett's armor, but it wasn't Boba Fett the actual character. Um, but yeah, it just it, the even the way he walked in, you were just like, "Oh, this is a this is a western." If I ever seen a western coming in, right? I mean, it was so western and. It's uh, if you're not familiar with Timothy Oliphant, what number one? What are you doing? Um, but he <laughs> he was part of Deadwood, which made me laugh so hard. I'm like, they've got the Deadwood guy doing the Western episode of Mandalorian. What's happening? <laughs> you were your mind was being blown, basically. My mind was being blown, and then also, by the way, and now I gotta look this up because I thought this was wild. Um, 
Hold on. Well, the bartender. Are you talking about the bartender? Yes, he's also from okay. Deadwood. Okay, he's from Deadwood. Um, his name is uh, Dan Doherty from Deadwood. And, okay. Or the actor's, the actor's name is W. Earl Brown, who's best okay. known for playing Dan Doherty on Deadwood. And yes, he played the sal- saloon owner um, there at the, at the whole, you know, during that episode. Yeah, so I just love that they had... Uh, cast members from Deadwood in this Western episode. It was so, it was so much fun to watch. And I kept the, I kept waiting. I felt like I was like, something's not right. I, I was almost waiting for like a, him to turn and him to actually be like a bad guy, but it just, it wasn't that, which was kind of wholesome in a weird way. Uh, which character timothy Olfen's character or character yeah 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 you know what's funny is because he actually plays um this character i mean i I, you're the star wars person but i guess the character it's not their first appearance in the star wars universe because he actually comes from chuck wedding's book star wars aftermath which tells the story of what happened immediately after the fall of the empire. And the book more or less tells the story that we see in this, in this episode, flashbacks of Vance time in Mm -hmm. Moss Pelgo. And so it references the character. So now we got to see the character. And so, and then, you know, I I think we're going to see a lot more of Cobb Vance. I think he's going to be I would love to see more of him. Um, I was great. He was great. We're staying on Tatooine for a little bit. I think yeah. the ending of that signified that. Before we get to the ending. Oh um, my gosh, yes, I know. I know. I need what? we need to talk about the crate dragon. So the crate dragon, this is not the first appearance of this particular um Star Wars uh creature before. He right. was uh a crate dragon. There's been references to crate dragons before in a new hope. You know that big skeleton skeleton that c3po and r2d2 walk by yeah it looks like a big long but it looked like a long big snake basically that's a crate dragon i had no idea until now it's Um, great it's awesome it was so cool and and kate the whole scene where it's coming through the town gave me such tremor vibes right right where's kevin bacon (laughs) <laughs> and Reba McIntyre and let's go it was such tremor vibes you know what's funny is when it jumped out uh, and, and, and grabbed what's the name of that that animal the creature the first uh, scene where it eats it you know what I'm oh, talking the about bantha? The, bantha. the bantha so when it grabs the bantha um, I totally thought of that movie Meg because it almost looked like a shark at first and I was like is this a sand shark that's what I, <laughs> I thought mean, I- that was the first thing my husband said, said sand shark, but then they called him a crate dragon. And then we, I went. Right. Did some right. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. So that's the creature that they see in, um, in there. Um, that's cool. Isn't yeah. that interesting? And so that's apparently so cool. at one point they talk about, he ate, uh, now my, the Sarlacc pit. They're like, Oh, there's an empty Sarlacc pit. No, Sarlacc pits never get empty. Something ate that. And that thing ate the Sarlacc pit. Right. Which, might have something to do with who we saw at the end, who people Ooh. think we saw. And I'm, I, I'm trying. Not it's to for play. sure. Okay. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Okay. Bring it, bring it. So the final moment, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. If you're still watching and don't want to hear it, this is not my fault. Or still listening yeah. and don't want to hear it. This is not my fault. Right. We've warned you end, many times. We see Boba. What we think 
You see a man, you see a man and he's watching as the, as the Mandalorian is is like going away on his quote unquote steed, but it's actually a speed racer. And he is, he has the Boba Fett costume or the armor and you see this man. You mean yeah, yes. Mando has Boba Fett's armor? Mando, Mando, Mando. The yeah, Mandalorian yeah. has the the armor. He's you see him, you know, take off, and then you see a shadow of a man standing from a top of a cliff and or mountain, and he's looking down at Mando going away. And you're like, is that Boba Fett? But I kind of like I remember seeing some episodes or something where the man or the Boba Boba Fett had his mask off, and it was the same actor. I think it is. It is That's the same actor. Why. So it is okay. the actor that. It's the actor that played uh, Jango Fett. Uh, well, actually, it's the actor that played the older older Jango Fett. Who okay? Because remember, remember, Boba Fett is Jango Fett's clone. Right. Jango okay. Fett so obviously, it would the guy who they made all the clones for for the clone army. So it was the so same that's... actor who played all the clones and and played Jango Fett, who he, who if Boba Fett got older, obviously he would look like because. Right, the clone of him. They're clones, so yeah. So, right. So, so when you people for, who know Star Wars and know that would mm-hmm. obviously know who that was, but if you didn't know who that was, you'd be like, "Wait a minute, it's just a man." Well, and they knew people would figure that out quickly. Yeah, and absolutely. That, that I mean, it's thing. obvious. It, it almost leads up to it, like it's almost an obvious. Yeah. Um, but here's the thing, and I want everybody to not go so quick jump to such quick conclusions as that being Boba Fett. Now, it very well could be. I mean, obviously the point, signs are pointing to it. We saw Boba Fett's armor. How did Boba right. Fett's armor get out of the Sarlacc pit? Why did Jawas have it? So many questions there, which they could answer if this man is Boba Fett. But also remember that Boba Fett is a clone of Jango Fett. Jango Fett was the original that was that, uh, that was cloned for the Clone Wars for the clone right. army. Um, right. Now, most of the clones were killed um, at some point um, after uh-huh. the Clone Wars. Uh, but okay. there were some, if you um, watch Star Wars Rebels and uh, Star Wars Clone Wars, that had taken out, of, taken out their chip before Order 66 was executed. And Order 66 uh-huh. was the order to kill all the Jedi's. And some of okay. them had taken out their chip, like Rex, who we know still survives because he was in Star Wars Rebels. So there's, oh, and there's a couple others, Rex and one other guy, I think. So it's very possible that maybe this is one of the former clone army guys. It's possible. I think the signs are pointing more towards Boba Fett, obviously. But I just don't want everybody to get too excited and then get angry when if it just in case it's not Boba Fett, don't get your hopes up. Is what I'm trying to say. No, I think it, either way, though, the way this this episode or the way the series could play out, even if it wasn't Boba Fett, I think it, it would still like, you know what I mean? Like it, it would still be cool because yeah. you know Mando doesn't oh, know Boba Fett. It would still be really cool if it was um if it was Rex, a clone like a clone. I yeah, think yeah. I think though that the clones are would be much older at this point, so it might not be. But there is a rumor that the clones are coming back. That Rex and some of the other clones are coming back in this. There's all kinds of rumors of what's going to happen this season. There's rumors that Luke Skywalker is going to make an appearance. Right, I saw that. that like, every I mean, there's rumors that everybody's going to make an appearance. So 
I think at this point there, there's so many rumors that anything could possibly be happening. Um, so is that Boba Fett? Maybe. And then there's this whole conversation of, well, was Boba Fett ever really a Mandalorian? Because right. there were questions that Jango Fett was not really a Mandalorian. Hmm. And that Boba Fett actually stole his armor af- off of an actual Mandalorian. And he was never hmm. really a Mandalorian. Right. So you might get more backstory about Boba Fett and what he did between the time his dad died and na- and when you know he was sent to the Sarlacc pit. And then now... Also, they're looking for him. The whole reason he, they're, he, that Mando is looking for other Mandalorians is because he's trying to find the people for Yoda, for baby Yoda, for the child. He's trying right, to the find species. The yeah. Yes. The species, yeah. or I think they're trying to find Jedi. They're trying to find more Jedi. Right, um, right. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh. so Boba Fett would not be a fan of Jedi. No, would not, not at all. I mean, but he, I don't. Dad and a Jedi sent him into the Sarlacc pit. He does not like Jedi. Right, but you, we still don't know because technically, from the distance from where Mando was leaving, you, you, I don't think this person saw the child. Maybe they did. I mean, you don't know that this child is the Jedi, like as a Jedi. He doesn't know. He doesn't know. But yeah. I'm just saying, if he's trying to help him find Jedi. I don't know if Boba Fett's the person you want to get to help you find Jedi. Right. But yeah, you never know. This is, this is so I'm ready for this to like explode. And okay. I have so many things. And (laughs) apparently this is not the first time we've seen Boba Fett within the Mandalorian in episode four. um, Remember Ming-Na Wen's character at the, after she's injured, there's, there's some mysterious. Right. 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 Right, right. That has like some kind of spurs or something that makes the boots jangle. Right. Same exact boots when he walked at the end. So they think that's true. Connection that that's that that's the guy at the end of episode four um, with Ming Na Wen's character that went and got her. Um, That's probably yeah. They of course they did that yeah. So that would make sense. I mean, there's so many things, and there's like little little things. R five was there. Uh right. Right. I, I lost my mind. I started hitting my husband. It's R5. I got so excited about R5. My favorite part though, honestly, was the when they were on the pod racers and then you saw you're like, wait, is that Anakin's pod racer? That's exactly that's- what I was gonna bring up. I think it because is because I, mean, I like was it. like that in the same color was like the maroon and the yellow, and I was like, and then it was a funny moment because there, you know, you see Mando on the racer first and he's like going and whatever, and then yeah. all of a sudden you see Timothy Timothy Oliphant's character come up and it's like bigger. And I was like, it almost made me go like, Hey, I got the bigger one. Yep. I'm the, sh- the marshal here. So don't worry. But then I was like, that's Anakin's pot racer. Like one of like. the engines. It looks like one of the engines from the pot it racer. Absolutely. could be Anakin's pot racer. I mean, the possibilities are endless and I'm really excited. I, I, it looks like we're going to have more time on Tantooine, which is always fun. Um, yeah. but we're definitely going to other planets and exploring. Oh, other yeah. things. And I can't wait to see where we go from here. It definitely made me, so excited for the rest of the season i mean i did i wasn't bored i was interested it felt very much like a rebels episode um to me uh which if you haven't watched star wars rebels yet do it it's adorable i really love star wars rebels i love clone wars clone wars took me it took till the second season for me to really appreciate it but now i love it 
Um, but right. Rebels, I really Rebels the main character annoyed me for a little bit, but no, I just love Rebels. It's a great show. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I'm excited to see uh, the next. Um, do we do we remember how many episodes of the Mandalorian there's supposed to be this season? Is it going to be eight? Okay. How many were yeah. last season? Was it? I think it was ten last season, wasn't it? Was it okay? I, I know it was a longer, you know, because it was already. This is all filmed already. This is way filmed way yeah. before COVID. So they have they've had this this whole time. Well, apparently um, they're already in production for the next season. You know what's really cool is it was funny to now watch this with a different view because of the fact that they had the Mandalorian gallery thing and you saw the behind the scenes stuff and you saw where they filmed yeah. what they call the vo- the volume. So there was a moment when they were on their pod racers and it shows the Bamfas and the Jawas like going like behind the scenes. And I was like, that's not really there. That's on the screen. <laughs> and they're real like, it made me like literally think that because I was like, it, it not necessarily ruined it for me, but it was like cool to be like on the inside knowledge of that. You know, it was, I don't know. That was just me being wacky. So I love that. Uh, eight episodes this season. Okay. So there is eight. Okay. That's what I, okay. The final episode will air December 18th. Oh, no, don't even say that. <laughs> be here before we freaking know it. I know. And then they'll say, well, we'll have season three in October of 2021. You're like, no, I can't wait that long. Come on. It's like Stranger Things. I think I'm never going to get another season of Stranger Things. Although they are filming right now. So that's good. Yeah, everybody's filming. I think everybody started. Everybody's pretty much back into filming, which I think is is good. You know, they're they're yeah. doing it safely, it feels like. Except for Batman. Oh, absolutely. already got shut down. Yeah, but that was like way. I think they almost did it way too early. They came back in. So. Well, and that that shoot has been plagued from the beginning, unfortunately. But that's a whole non Disney topic that we don't need to talk about because this. Well, is not, it's, it's not a Marvel. It's not a Marvel thing. Yeah, exactly. It's, that's DC. They, we don't yeah. care about DC. You know what I mean? I mean, we care, yeah. but yeah. they're plagued you know, with make stuff. Better, make better movies, and I'd be happy. Make better choices. Well, they did have one. Wonder Woman was good. Yeah. Just but one, just the just the one. I am interested in Suicide Squad though because it is James Gunn. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. Suicide yeah. Squad too. I'm like, I'll take it. James Gunn, John Cena's in there for some reason. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> why not? That's awesome. Yeah, might as well. Might as well. All right. Well, I think we took up enough of your time about <sighs> everything, guys. Mandalorian. I can't wait to talk next week. I love this. I think doing this every Friday and talking Mandalorian will be exactly what i need to do yeah i think roughly around like 4 30 um we'll yeah. be live streaming on here every friday and then you know the podcast will come out uh right afterwards and you can you know if you missed anything you can go check that out you make sure to follow on facebook and um instagram um the leader of the club not the but leader of the club podcast is what you need to find exactly and then hula where can we find you you can find me on my own personal podcast. It's called Life with Hula. And um, can I just say real quick, I, I don't know, the ratings haven't come out yet, but there's this podcast magazine here in San Diego. And thank you to everybody who voted for us. Um, if you can keep voting for us for December, um, that would be phen- uh, phenom- phenomenal because um, November's is coming out and uh, Life with Hula went from uh, number 31 to number 14. Um, what? That's on the, I yeah, I didn't announce it yet. I'm going to announce it. So you guys are the ones that hear it first. But thank you, whoever Yay! voted. Yay! Yeah. So yeah, Monday through Friday, um, uh, Life with Hula. You can find me also on social media, Hula SD, H-U-L-A-S-D. And uh, yeah, so I'm excited. And I'm hoping to see if Leader of the Club made it 
on the list. I, I, I think it did. Fingers crossed. Uh, it comes out soon. I did. The person who took a picture of the screenshot only took like a certain amount and didn't see the other 50. So I, I, I'm thinking we are, I, I, I have good feelings about it, but where can they find you, Jess? You can find me um, on Instagram at producer Jessica. You can also find me with John and Tammy in the morning on KSON Monday through Friday from five to 10 AM um, oh. on the radio.com app or um, here in San Diego at 103.7 KSON. Cause I there see that jingles. <laughs> hold on random tangent but i okay. really want to do another time and maybe before christmas we'll do this or around christmas and do another breakdown of another disney movie where we just break it down like we did with high school musical 2 you know what i was thinking along the same lines um because of the fact that you know well the mandalorian will be playing the friday after thanksgiving so that's already like a thing yeah. right now we we have like mandalorian stuff yeah so maybe like the week after the yeah. last episode of this season as a, as a christmas gift to everybody we can maybe break down descendants which i got into. oh i'm down for that oh uh, which one i i watched them all and i loved okay. them all okay if you love that i'm just gonna put this out there for you have you seen um zombies not yet. It's on my list. I watched one of the musical numbers and I was like, yep, that's that's the next one. That um, you will love it even more than this. I loved it even more. Than, I love Descendants, but you will love it even more. Okay. All right. You that'll know, be that'll be on the list. Sure. Okay. So we'll do that soon. So if you guys have any suggestions <laughs> of movies we should break, Disney movies you want us to break down for your Christmas treat. Please let us know. You can email mm. us, um, leaderoftheclubpod at gmail.com. There's a leader of the club podcast. Yeah, I like that idea. Or just post it on our Facebook page. Maybe we'll make it a, I'll there make it go. a post. Like, what should we break it down? What would you like to, what Disney movie would you like us to break down for you? Like, literally from start I'm, to finish. I, I'm, I'm here for it. Almost two hours about High School Musical 2. And what was wrong with that? Nothing. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. There was nothing. No, 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 nothing oh wrong right. with it. All right, well, let's wrap it up. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Leader of the Club, uh, Leader of the Club podcast. Until next time. See you real soon. <laughs> Bye. Bye.